around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. We're so glad you're out there listening, and we're just going to talk to you today about some more good stuff from the Word of God, things that we've seen the Lord do over 50 years of ministry and serving the Lord, and that it will be a help to you no matter how young or how old you are, no matter whether you're male or female, regardless of where you come from, God's got wisdom to share with you from his word and it works for everybody in every country and every nation of the world Um, you can find us at terrymize.com as you have today and then also on terrymizeministries.org where all of the podcasts are archived there for you Um, all of our products are there Um, you can find our calendar ministry schedule there and then all everything that we have available to you as far as any kind of help that we can be and you can send in your prayer requests you can communicate with us there for different needs and testimonies that you might want to share and uh, just anything that we have we want to make it available to you there free for nothing so (laughs) we just want you to take advantage of it in every way possible we're looking forward to sharing with you here on the podcast today uh, coming off the one we just shared last week about the wisdom and the power of God and uh, how God wants you to think in in the right way so that you're not mentally feeble, emotionally fragile, and that you can stand, as the Bible says, in an evil day and not let the wrong people uh, deceive you, lead you astray. All of these things that we shared a lot from the book of Proverbs. And darling, you just begin to pick up where you left off on some of that. And we're going to talk about some of these good things that are and the promises of God. Well, just all those things you were just now saying are such vital Bible truths. How that the Word of God will keep you. It'll keep right. you in the in the evil day. It'll keep you from wicked and unscrupulous men. You know? That's right. You know, the Word tells us not all men have faith. No, they and, don't. And it says the Word of God will keep you. The Holy Ghost That's will right. keep you. God will keep you Stabilize from you. wicked, right. wicked, wicked, and unscrupulous men. You know, I, I don't think, Renee, there's ever been a day like today well uh, maybe there has been because the bible talks about it uh so and i wasn't alive back then but but it just seems like evil is so rampant today not not just bad right, stuff right. not just but 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 evil stuff you know when we were kids uh, uh, the bad thing to do in school was uh, chewing gum you yeah. know and passing <laughs> notes you know you might catch somebody That's smoking right. in the bathroom and, and and now you've got evil things oh, actually right. going on taking well, the technology place. has made evil that much more prevalent yeah. and accessible for people and, and then without a faith anchor without the word so that's the right. so the normal person out there the unchurched person right. uh when, when they're out there for them to be able to dis- discern what is evil what is right what is good what is evil right. uh because it, once it once you sever that rope from mm. your anchor once you cut that anchor rope and right. your your boat begins to drift and there's no longer an anchor there's no longer a post there's no longer a point of reference there's no longer something you can point back to and say well no god said don't do that right then all of a sudden everything becomes not so bad 
He's like, well, well, if I did it, well, it's not so bad. Well, I might have murdered that guy, but I sure had a good reason to. You know, well, right. I might have robbed yeah, that bank, but I, but, I, but, I, but I needed the money, right. you know, or I might have cheated that person, but that's okay because I needed it. And, and so there's right. no, if there's no anchor, if there's no post, if there's no foundation. And, you know, again, a lot of people scream when you use the word law. You know, anytime you're talking about the Bible, somebody will come mm-hmm. up and say, don't read the Old Testament. That's law. I, you know, don't talk to me about the law. Don't talk to me about the law. <laughs> somebody was telling us just the other day, was talking to a friend just the other day, and and they said, uh, they said, oh, I tell you, you know, I don't want anything to do with the law. And they said, you know, even even all these places in America that are trying to get the Ten Commandments on the courthouse lawn, you know, uh, I think that's just terrible. I don't want the I don't want the Ten Commandments on the courthouse lawn. I'd rather have uh, John three sixteen on the courthouse lawn. But but what they missed the whole point right. of the fact that that our police system. Our, exactly. our our country right. is built on laws. How many times do you hear politicians say America is a nation of laws? That's and right. so we've got to go back to the law. If you don't have those Ten Commandments, that's not a binding thing. That's not a mean thing. That's not a restricting thing. No, it right. just tells you you can't kill people. <laughs> you know? Right. You yeah, know, it's and, like most religions of the world. All the religions of the you world know. are based on the Ten Commandments. Every nation in the world yes. is based on the Ten Commandments, whether they call it that or not, whether right. they know it that or not. Right. But you can go to any country, go to Mexico, go to go to Canada, go to go to Thailand, go to Japan, right. and it's still going to be illegal to kill somebody. No, that's right. Murder is going to be illegal, you know, and it says and it says thou shalt not kill. Well, that's that that's not just. A mean old law that God's put there to right. hurt us with. No, that's no, no, that's no. a protective thing to tell you, hey, if you're going to live on planet Earth, you right. can't go around killing people. That's not right. That's not <laughs> the thing to do. And right. it tells you, thou shalt not steal. Well, in every country in the world, every Indian tribe I've ever lived with in the jungle, every, every, every place I've been around the world, it's illegal to steal. In fact, some countries I go to, Renee, they'll cut your hand off for stealing. I mean, oh, if you steal right. something, they just grab your hand, cut it off, and say, "Well, you won't do that anymore." You, <laughs> you know, right. and so, so people need to quit looking at the Ten Commandments as some mean, right. horrible, evil thing set down here from God to trap us and and grab us. No, it's a standard by which we have a post, we have a standard, we have an anchor, and we can go back and say, no, you can't kill somebody. And that's how the, that if somebody walks up and shoots somebody else and a policeman arrests them, the policeman's not arresting them just because they don't like them. They're not arresting them just because they feel like it. No, they're, they're, or, or they're arresting them not just because they feel like it. No, they're saying, hey, wait, you violated this law. You kill that person, so we're going to arrest you. And because that's what our, our nation is founded on those biblical principles. That's why every courthouse has the Ten Commandments. Right. That's why the Supreme Court has the Ten Commandments etched into the stonework. Exactly. Because the principle is we've got to have truth. And how can you rightly divide the word of truth without the Bible? Jesus said, Father, thy word is truth. And so we can go back and look at those Ten Commandments. We can go back and look at the at the at, at, at those laws and say, okay, that's that's the the standard by which we operate from. And of course, somebody always brings up a, a law that they think is a lesser law, and they say, "Yeah, but how many of you obey the Sabbath?" You know, God said, "Obey the Sabbath and keep it holier." Uh, well, you know, we're we're talking about the laws that are against people, right? Like laws that are against humanity, murders against humanity, lying uh, or stealings against humanity. You know. Uh, taking somebody's wives against humanity. I mean, these these things are, you know, stealing somebody's cattle against humanity. Uh, and then there are those other things that are honoring God. He says, I want you to honor the Sabbath. Keep it on. Well, he wanted you to rest. He didn't want you to work seven right. days a week. He wanted you to rest. 
Uh, do we put people in jail for that? No, we don't. Uh, but it sure is a good idea. God says, hey, it would be better for you if, right. if you if you would rest. But that's not some kind of a sin against humanity. No, and the, and you and people, basic two things you have to remember is that is that the law was given as a starting place. Sure. In relationship, if you're going to live within the parameters of blessing, which is what God wanted to do for Israel, sure. is I want to bless you. But in order for me to bless you, number one thing is you're going to have to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all your strength, and thy neighbor as thyself. Sure. Now, if you can't do that and you don't understand that, let me show you 10 things right. <laughs> that will explain what loving God will help and you loving your neighbor better live on if you'll Earth. do those 10 things. And then you have to remember also under the old covenant, and you're, and here's today a person standing in a courtroom before a judge, which is all from Western law, which is taken from the Bible by the great William Blackstone that, sure. that is the founder of sure. Western law of in London, and they begin, they, here's a person standing in front of a judge, and, you ha, and you're before 12 jurors mm-hmm. that are going to decide your fate. Mm-hmm. Well, you're standing in the middle of man's law. Right. And you're hoping they have mercy on you. Right. But if, the, if somebody's confused about the facts and you've done the crime, then it's going to come down to an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Sure. It's going to come down to you did the crime, you're going to do the time. Right. And yet there is mercy. Yes, God can grace. show mercy and there's grace. But the law and the Ten Commandments are a starting place. And, and people want to argue about each single one of them and try to be doctrinal about it and try to bring it from Old Testament to New Testament. Then they just end up being religious. But if you sure. talk about it from the heart, and you talk about it as a dynamic about where we are today, then it raises man's standard to begin to live and think on a much higher level of it's all about me and I'm going to be the taker. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, or I'm going to live for myself. And then other people are left at the mercy of those decisions. Sure. And those laws, yes. those, those Ten Commandments, Keep us from wicked and unscrupulous men. And I wanted to because I if they scripture. weren't if they weren't there, then you could just go to your neighbor and shoot them, and then That's go across right. the street and shoot that neighbor, and there'd be no consequence whatsoever. But that law is there for your protection, protection to keep you from wicked and unscrupulous men. And this guy says, "Well, you know, I better not go over there and murder them because I'll go to prison the rest of my <laughs> life, or I'll go to, I'll get That's the death right. penalty." Think a little further down the road. Second Thessalonians is the scripture sure. you're quoting there. Second Thessalonians chapter three verse 2 and it says that we may be delivered from perverse improper unrighteous or wicked and malicious uh, unscrupulous men though I added some vocabulary there so you wouldn't misunderstand it says that you would be delivered from them for not every man has faith or is held by it sure and so that's why we have to continue to preach the gospel sure and that's why it's good to have those ten commandments up in there because people that have never known god never know anything about god don't go to church weren't raised in a christian home don't have the advantage or didn't know about any of these things god said in case you don't know what will hurt you or what sin looks like sure. this is what it looks like and that's why they're there right it's and it's a, set, it's it sets the standard the like 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 if a refugee comes into the united states right. or 
any other country. That's right. Uh, then they have to learn what those laws are. Oh, in this country, That's I better exactly I better right. make sure I don't kill. I better make sure I don't steal. I better make right. sure I'm not doing right. these things that are against the law because there are consequences. But like you said earlier, it's really not just about consequences. It's about blessing. God's right. really telling you, <laughs> hey, if you want to get blessed, yeah. if you want my favor, if you want right. my blessing, right. then then you need to live like this. It's kind of like if, if you want to make it, <clears throat> excuse me if you want tomatoes you need to go plant tomatoes right. because there's laws of seed time in harvest just like there's laws of gravity there's That's laws right. of aviation right. there's laws of physics all these laws are in effect in the world and uh you know all of a sudden people are screaming we hate the laws of god well <laughs> well why not hate the laws of physics or hate the laws yeah. of gravity or hate right. the laws of right. sowing and reaping it right. it doesn't matter if you hate it or not it's still the law it's still no, the it's way right. it is you can go down the highway screaming i hate I hate the Department of, uh, you know, the, what is it, the safety, you know. Sure. I hate all their laws. I hate all their driving laws. I don't want to do this. Well, it doesn't matter. It's going to keep you alive. Sure. You know, and it's going to help you in every Well, I've said for many years that in America, you don't have to drive a car. No, that's right. You don't have to. You don't, you don't, do not have to have a car. You do not have to drive right. a car. Nobody's making you. It's not the law, but it, it's an option. And if you opt into the system and say, you know what, I think I'm going to drive a car on the right. streets of the United States of America or on the streets of Texas or on the streets of Oklahoma, right. wherever, I'm going to opt in the system and I'm going to drive. Well, once you do that, then you put yourself under those laws. Now, as long as you opt out and say, hey, I'm not going to drive, then right. th those laws don't affect you. But if you say, hey, I'm going to drive, then the state says and the government says, okay, if you're going to drive for not only your protection, but for everybody else's protection, here are the laws you're going to drive by. Here are the laws for a left-hand turn. Here are the laws for speed. Here are the laws for stopping at a stop sign, a yield sign, a red light. Right. These are the laws that everyone has to obey. And if everybody obeys these then you know what everybody else is going to do. You know what right. you're going to do. And theoretically, in a perfect world, there would be no car wrecks because no, everybody's right. obeying the law. That's right. Almost every time there's a car wreck, it's because somebody broke the law. Right. Somebody ran a red light. Somebody was speeding. Somebody would. Now, of course, there are other things that are just accidents where car malfunctions and, you know, something breaks and then right. somebody has a wreck. But sure. typically, 90 whatever percent of the time, it's going to be driver error. It's going to be the driver disobeyed the law and kill somebody or hurt somebody or did great bodily harm or injury or whatever. And sometimes there's not any great injury, thank God, thank God. But it's still, it's because somebody didn't obey the law. Same way with flying. I'm a pilot. Same way with airplanes. You know, I can't just go fly any way I want to. There's no law that requires me to fly. Nobody said, Terry, you must fly. But once I opted into the system and went and got my pilot's license, then I right. came under the laws of the of the FAA, the Federal uh, Aviation Administration, and they tell me how I have to fly, where I can fly, where I cannot fly. You know, I can't just go get in an airplane and go fly over the White House. That's restricted airspace. In the old days, you could fly over Disneyland and Disney World. You can't anymore with all the terrorism. They've made new laws and said right. now Disneyland's restri restricted airspace. Disney World's restricted airspace. So I no longer can fly over those amusement parks because there's a law there. And so I know what that law is. And so when I'm headed that direction, I skirt them and don't fly over them right. uh, because I know what the law is. But if, and if, if I violate those laws and do something crazy, then uh, when I get on the ground, if they don't shoot me down, when I get on the ground, they'll come and take my license away from me and they'll put me in jail because I violated the law. So much of the kingdom of Those God. Those aren't bad things. Those are for protection 
areas no, for that, blessing area. That's exactly right. Uh, compliance is is a word sometimes not not respected enough. But yet, on the other hand, the more we comply with everything that's written in the Word of God, that these these things are for your benefit on every area. And yet, uh, structure, order, respect, judgment, prudence, ha- having a sense of order about your life, all comes from God. God is a God of order. And he likes things in order. The planets are in order. Everything is in order. He said as long as the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest, summer, fall, winter, spring. Things are in a chronological order the way he wants them done. And God is out to protect you from having your life in chaos, having your life destroyed by making one of these wrong decisions, by not submitting to instruction or wisdom. Um, you know, yeah, and, and just by way of if uh, there's no law, it's it's the law of the jungle. Only the right. strong survive. Only the, the strong you know, if we survive. went downtown Houston tomorrow, downtown Chicago tomorrow, downtown L.A. tomorrow, and there were no law at all, none of the stoplights were working, uh, not a policeman anywhere to be seen, then people would just drive the way they wanted to. There'd be lots of car wrecks. Uh, people would uh, take advantage of little mom and pop stores and go in and rob them. They'd take advantage of the elderly or take advantage of kids. That that laws there as a deterrent. That's right. You know, it's it's kind of like somebody said about about locks many 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 years ago about putting locks on your home or your office or whatever. They said locks are are for the the honest people. You know, a crook's going to break into the lock, but right. a, an, an honest uh, an honest person when they see a lock, they say, "Oh, I can't go in there. I'm not, I'm not supposed to go in there." The the perversion of of law and order is, um, I think, one of our founding fathers may have been Thomas Jefferson said that. The more uh, corrupt a country is, the more laws they have. Mm -hmm. When the Jews got hold of this and the Ten Commandments, they started adding all kinds of things to it. Oh, there's all kinds of stuff. And they overly stressed law, and the people became servants of the law rather than the law serving them. And And, and they didn't understand there's types of laws. You know, there's so many of those laws Mm -hmm. in the Bible that are ceremonial laws. Right, Right. You know, and that was far... Well, they're instructional. Yeah, those things are instructional. Yeah, but and when you how start to, how to conduct yourself in the temple, right? You know what to wear, what not to wear. So, you exactly. Know, those, you know, that's totally separate from the Ten Commandments. Right, and and God was just trying, and things you're speaking about, to create a dynamic of respect and honor, and the way He liked to have things set up when He's in in our presence, and yet man always wants to add to make it bigger or harder mm-hmm. or longer mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it becomes religion sure and it, it there's no life in it it's all of a sudden um, like what bureaucracy and a government wants to do you're all of a sudden serving the government instead of government serving people you're right, serving you nature instead of nature serving and ridiculous you. laws that somebody just yeah. thought in fact you know right now in the state of texas it's illegal to let a camel run on the beach <laughs> So be sure and don't do that next time you're at the beach in Texas. Don't you let a camel run loose because you can go to jail for that. It just gets ridiculous. It's just somebody said, hey, let's make a law. You know, hey, hey, I don't think it ought to be good. I was at the beach the other day and I stepped in in camel poop. So let's make a law that says you can't let a camel run on the beach. Well, and, that's and it's still a, on the law books today. Yeah, it it just you know it's like somebody said years ago about about politicians. It says uh, politicians are have the mistaken idea that we want them to go to Washington D.C. and make more laws, <laughs> right. and and that's not what we want. We're we're trying to let 
people be people, let God be God, and let people make choices and then have enough guidelines there to where they know how to conduct themselves. And if they don't, then there are enough laws there to show punishment and uh, restriction from you interacting with the rest of us to hurt us. And yet that's almost exactly the same way that the Bible is written, so that you and I together can learn the nature of God We can learn how to conduct ourselves in a much higher standard of thinking and daily living. And then we can reap the rewards and the benefits while we're here on this planet of the blessing of God just by simple obedience and acts of faith that will bring about the will of God, the miraculous in your life. And it's by the confession of this word. It's by the study of this word. I was looking at some of these things here in Proverbs. It says that, you know, that when we... Uh, when that young man went out there and foolishly uh, allowed the spirit of the world there in Proverbs chapter 7 to deceive him. And it says he does not know that it will cost him his life. That's Proverbs seven twenty three. And then over here in Proverbs 6, it says that um, talking about how the, the world lays a trap for a man or a woman and it brings their life down to just a piece of bread And it says they will stalk him and steal away the precious life of a man or woman. And that's in Proverbs 6, 26. And then Proverbs 7, over here, verse 23. You're not smarter than the devil, and you're not smarter than people that are in this life uh, to try to do harm to you or take advantage of all the, as they say, the suckers in life. And God wants you to be prepared by his wisdom from the, like the book of Proverbs, a chapter a day. Uh, In one month's time, you've read the entire book and you just start over again to learn how to deal with temptations through human hands, how to deal with situations in life, how to deal with being promoted, money, all of these things that job skills, (laughs) interview skills are all in the book of Proverbs. And it will help you function in your daily life here with people. You know what it's and it's by the Holy Ghost. Don't let it I don't want what we're saying here today to just be something that just comes out as though it were um you know, just a preaching time with you. No, these are practical things that will work day to day in every area of your life. And God doesn't want you left out there just looking at it from a standpoint of law, but looking at it as a standpoint of this is life. This is going to be wisdom. This is going to be counsel. This will help you uh, keep peace in your home, help you have favor on the job, uh, have money in the bank, and live a long life. The Bible says that if you'll keep your tongue from evil, you'll live a long life. If you'll guard the words that come out of your mouth, you'll stabilize your life, and you'll deliver yourself from, as the Bible says, this is, not, this is another Bible phrase, troubling your own house. You don't want to trouble your own house, but what comes out of your own mouth? So... This will help you. <laughs> it'll, it'll show you that, that people maintain positions of authority and success by the wisdom of God. And so it, it, it all comes back to, am I going to do it my way or am I going to do it God's way? Am I going to do it by, based on just uh, another thing about Proverbs? Here, great verse in here. It says, a fool delights in only wanting to hear his or her own opinions. And, that, and yet it says, a wise man We'll, we'll sit back and listen to what a, a, a mentor like you've had with Wayne Myers, sure. what they have to say. When we're there with Wayne, you've got your phone on and we're recording what he's saying. Sure. And sure, we're listening absolutely. because those people know and have been there. At 95 years old, I would assume that they know a few things. You know, this week, we, we uh, you and I took three of the grandsons out to the lake a couple of days in a row and 
them swim and fish and play and what have you. And uh, you and I were laughing about it later. One one of the nights we were laughing about how that we're we're fifty years older than them. That we have half a century more of living than them. That exactly. we we've experienced stuff that they have no clue about. <laughs> then right. I stop and think the other way about Wayne Myers. Yeah. I think well he's <laughs> he's forty years older than me, right. and I can learn so much from him. You know. No, that's right. And it, it and it's all of this Terry that you and I have learned. And I've always felt like I learned maybe some of the most important things that I ever learned. I learned the hard way. Mm-hmm. And yet God didn't want, I learned a lot of stuff from the Bible and, and I still don't know it all. And yet you feel like, well, yeah, but the little bit I do know has helped me a whole lot. Oh, absolutely. You know? <laughs> absolutely. So it's all, it's all about how we're, how you apply yourself and the motive of your heart uh, to listen well, and, and it, to learn and to be promoted in life to have influence over others for the kingdom of God. No, absolutely. And it's your approach to the Bible, right, too. Right. We don't approach it as literature. No. Uh-uh. We don't approach it as a myth. Mm-mm. We don't approach it as a hymn. When I was 18 years old or, or, or maybe <laughs> 17 in high school, we uh, they offered a course in Bible for the first time ever in, in public school there in uh, Midland Lee High School in Midland, Texas. And uh, and so I took the course thinking, hey, this will be a great course, an easy course. I'll ace this thing. It's on Bible. And the sad thing is they gave us some some teacher fresh out of college, and she knew nothing about the subject she was teaching. She knew absolutely nothing about the Bible. And one day That's after amazing. she had said several really dumb things over several days, it just made me think, oh, dear Lord, I've made a major mistake by taking mm. this class. This is bad. Uh, finally, she said the last straw was she stood up and she said, now class today, we're going to study, uh, the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, we call it the law. And then she, and that, that was great. I mean, everything she said right there was right. But then she followed it with this statement. She said, now we realize that it's not true. And she said, we realize that Moses didn't really write it. And she said, we realize that it, that it's not, it's not a fact, but she said, it's beautiful literature. She said, she said, we, we call it the, the creation myth or the creation hymn. <laughs> well, needless to say, I stood up and confronted her and told her I was fed up with her ignorance of the, yeah. of the subject she's supposed to be teaching. Whom. And yeah. I said, uh, I'm leaving this class and I'm going down to Texas history where at least they know that Davy Crockett died in the Alamo in 1836. And <laughs> so I, and I did, I left her class, went and signed up for Texas history. My, my point is this. Uh, not long ago, a preacher, a pretty well-known preacher, he's a bad guy, he's not a good guy, uh, he stood up in front of 3,000 college students just this last year, and he held his Bible up, and he said to those college kids, he said, this this is not the Word of God. These are not the words of God. He said, now, if you want to read this book, it's okay. It won't hurt you, and there's some great stories in it and some history in it, but he said, these are not the words of God, and don't try my, to live my, by it. My. You cannot live by it. And 3,000 college kids stood up and gave him a standing ovation. Sad, now, sad. you know, I'd like to give him a black eye because he's telling me the words in red are not Jesus. Jesus didn't say this. God didn't say this. This isn't inspired of the Holy Ghost. This isn't anything true. And, uh, it, it, you know, it, it depends on how you approach the word That's of right. whether it's valuable to you or not, whether it's precious to That's you right. or not, it's whether it's life-giving to you or not. When you approach it and say, this is God's word for me. That's this right. is how I'm going to live on planet Earth. And, again, realize that these laws in there are are not to to constrain you. No, that's right. But to bless you and to protect you. It's kind of like mama. Life. It's kind of like mama says, yeah. "Hey kids, clean go clean your room, then we're going to the lake or go clean your room, then I'll take you to the zoo." Right. Uh, you know, it's 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 a matter of 
of these these things are to be a blessing to you. These things That's aren't right. to be a curse to you. And so when I approach the word, I approach it as God talking to me and that I can live on planet earth by these laws and by these principles That's and exactly right. that God will bless me for it. No, that's right, and that and and God wants to bless us. He's not trying to keep it from us. No, absolutely. He's not trying to dangle it out in front of us like a carrot in front of a horse. He's trying to help you make the right choices in life. Because well, what you know, young what young people, you know, we've got we were talking about our grandkids and that we we've, we've got fifteen between us, and then we've Lord got help us. and then we've got twelve teenagers. This one yeah, twelve year. of the fifteen are teenagers. <laughs> right twelve now. of the fifteen are teenagers. Lord and, bless you. And it's just trying to get an, all this information into them and give them the wisdom and the tools that they need because it's right now in life that it's so important that they that they decide to really shore their life up and build that foundation because sure, sure, you were talking about that last week and this week and then psalm says that if the foundations be destroyed, be destroyed. What, what shall become the of the do? yeah what shall become of the righteous yes. so if you have no foundation no anchor point you you're you're left around you know friends of lesser quality that are just making choices based on their emotional realm sure. rather than on the wisdom that's on these pages then your life gets carried away and it, like these verses that we read here today in proverbs that it steals away the precious life sure. of a boy or a girl no, it steals away the precious life they know not that it will cost them well their life. and see renee you and i have been around long enough that we've seen these things work and not work we've seen these things kill people we've seen these things destroy lives we've seen these things destroy destroy people destroy families destroy homes destroy businesses uh you know we we, we've seen uh the 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 results of somebody not walking in line with the word and and of course these kids today you know that's why kids are built you know they they think they're indestructible nothing will ever happen to me well, and it's I can just do anything I can, I can jump off houses <laughs> and you know outrun trains yeah. and and all that kind of stuff there is a strength in youth right yeah. yeah there is there is and that's wonderful but yet there's not that foresight to, if you don't if right. you don't ground them right. in the word right if there's no foundation if there's no post then that's where they can get themselves in trouble. Well, we're just, we've run out of time here today, but, you know, it's so important. It's just because we want to help you so much, and we love you, and we want you to hear these wonderful, wonderful things from the Word of God. Terry and I, I, I don't think we see ourselves on any level as professional other than just experience. <laughs> no, you know, course. the good, bad, and the ugly. And anything that we've learned, freely we receive, freely we give. And again, these podcasts are free. You can go to org, and all of the podcasts are there for you. Archive, free for nothing, as Terry says, for you to take advantage of, as well as other products that we do have there as well. And we just invite you to take advantage of them. Uh, write to us. Give us your testimonies. We just got a testimony, wonderful testimony today of a family that has dealing with a, a, a injury of a small child. And, and they said they've just been listening to every podcast they can get their hands on. And they feel like we're just right there in their home with them, preaching the word of God to them. And so, you know, that's what we want to do. We want to connect with you and let you know this stuff works. It's true. And it's there for you. Again, uh, join us at terrymize.com for the podcast. Uh, communicate with us through terrymizeministries.org. And then we always give got information on Facebook for you, as well as our calendar over on the, on the uh, website. So God bless you. We look forward to talking to you and being with you next week. And darling, it's been a joy. Amen. I love it. God love bless it. you all. You're more than conquerors. That's right. See you all next time. Bye-bye.
You've been listening to a MISE Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymise.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymise.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.